Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Fan Club Show. I'm Sam Carrico, and I'm just gonna say it. I'm glad Nev Campbell wasn't in this movie. The dip in quality from Scream 5 to Scream 6 is baffling to me, especially because it was the same writing-directing team that made both movies. The 2022 film was the first to be released after the death of franchise creator Wes Craven, and it expertly balanced both being an homage to the original Scream and providing a fresh take for the franchise. The fifth film was elevated by the presence of veteran cast members Nev Campbell and David Arquette, and the new characters introduced, namely Jenna Ortega and her sister, had a dark backstory that provided an interesting hook for us, the audience. Nearly all of that is gone in Scream 6. With Sydney and Dewey gone, we're left with the new characters to anchor this movie. Even Gale, still alive and played by Courtney Cox, is reduced to a disappointing side role, which reveals how shallow our core four characters are. Unfortunately, the actress who plays Sam doesn't really have quite the acting chops that her on-screen sister, Janet Ortega, has. I honestly feel like their characters could have been merged into one character that's played by Janet Ortega. Except, I'll take anything that takes the spotlight off of their friends, Mindy and Chad, who were so annoyingly written that I was actively hoping they would be killed by Ghostface. This movie has the highest kill count in the franchise, and some of the set pieces are fun. I particularly liked the bodega sequence and that ladder chase, but it also had the most fakeouts I think I've seen in this franchise. I've always gotten the sense that anyone could die in a Scream movie, and this one tries to make it seem like it could be the end. But here, main characters have the thickest plot armor imaginable. And speaking of this movie trying to make it seem like it could be the end, I'd like to give one last F.U. to Ryan Johnson. They try to subvert my expectations left and right here, teasing me that this is part of a larger plan that ties the whole story together, when really, this is just a thinly veiled reboot of Scream 2, the college one, but in New York. And joining me now to react to my monologue and share their own thoughts on Scream 6, first of all, first up, we got Lucas Ledane. He's the editor-in-chief, creator of the LCM Network. Hey, Lucas. Hiya, how are you? Good to see you. And also, Cade Thomas, back again, the co-host of Double Feature Movie Club. How are you, Cade? I'm great. Always happy to top sc talk Scream. <laughs> Absolutely. Me too, typically. But I gotta <laughs> say, guys, as you can tell from my monologue, I was a little disappointed with this film. Cade, why am I wrong? Well, I think that this has... I, I, I really liked the film. I thought it was, um, it was interesting, new. Um, I thought... I, I agree with you. I was nervous. I mean, I was nervous that Nev Campbell's not in this initially. Um, but then I got to be, I am happy that she gets to be off, let this new, you get to be with this new cast a little bit, dig into those characters a little bit more, and then you can bring Nev back, Scream 10 or whatever, in a big way. Um, Scream X. <laughs> um, but, um, I, and so they get to focus on these these new characters. And I, I, it, the last time around, didn't care for the new characters all that much. I like Scream Five. I didn't. I didn't hate Scream Five. I actually really like Scream Five a lot. Right. But um, I, I, I agree that the main characters, uh, Sam, whatever the actress's name is, she, is, she's nowhere near as good as Jenna Ortega. I before this film, I, I agree. I was like, merge them, just make Jenna Ortega the, the star of this franchise. Right. Um, but of course, she doesn't have the emotional tie that. Sam has, of course, being that she's the daughter of... That's why you take yeah. that backstory and give it to Janet Ortega's <laughs> character, get the best of both worlds, would have been my thought. Mm. 
Well, I mean, that, that would go against the last film and uh, what, what they set up and everything. They, at that point, they're kind of locked into it. And I yeah, thought that right. she she stepped it up. I, I, I really thought that they gave interesting things to both of them. I really end up liking the new cast a lot in this movie. Um, and I, do I wish that one of them would have gone um, because of stakes purposes? Sure. But I do. I did end up liking the core four, as it was said. And I like their their dynamic a lot. So Reminis- you thought it, you thought it was a plus. Yeah, like, I see that. I see what mm. they're going for. To me, it mm. felt like they were watered down versions of that, especially with that Mindy character. My gosh, she seems like such a knockoff version of Randy. Like, yeah. like if what if a person who doesn't quite have the the writing chops to write a character like randy what if they wrote a hollow a more hollow or more shallow version of a character like randy that's what i got from 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 this version i like her a lot i mean she's she she adds the much needed comedic voice to the film one of my biggest negatives of this movie is is that the comedy of scream is not as in this movie as it has yeah. been in other ones that's one of one of my two biggest flaws of this movie in a movie that i loved i do think that the comedy was missing um really comedy came in the scream franchise from virtually every character outside of sydney prescott all the other yeah. ones have comedic things that uh, happen and i feel like she's the only one of this core four that really gets to do some comedy um and it does seem like it's resting a lot on her shoulders which i mean personally i think comedy's good and scream that's part of the mix that makes it great you got to do it the right way so i'm getting that you liked the less of a focus on the veteran cast members and thought it was a welcome change of pace to have these new characters come in and you liked what you saw of the new characters yeah and i'm someone who i think that the veteran cast is i mean oh my god i mean they're some of the greatest um horror characters ever another knock i would love to talk about later is gail weathers you mentioned that at the top we can put a pin in that Okay. I, I do think that she was underutilized in this. All right, Lucas, I want to hear where you come down on this because it seems, well, okay, before we jump over, I want to, because I want to ask this also to Lucas, but Cade, did you like Scream 5 or 6 more? I like 6 more. Okay, Lucas, start with Scream 5 or 6 more, and then where do you differ on me uh, in your review of Scream 6? Oh, I guess I would have to go with 5 more than 6 at Thank the you. moment. It's so, it's so fresh, though, you know, I can't really make that judgment yet. But I definitely disagree with you guys on Mindy. She's actually one of my favorite characters in I like this. Mindy. Um... Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I disagree with Sam. I'm just so overbearing <laughs> with my opinion. But yeah, no, I get it. It's, okay. It's such, so shocking. I mean, she, she's one of the highlights of the film for me, really. And I think her monologue in this film even outdoes potentially her one in Scream 5. And I also yeah. find it... Okay, are we allowed to talk spoilers yet? Um, I was just going to do overall thoughts, but I mean, I've already, I mean, the movie has been out for a week, so feel free. Don't hold back. Okay. Uh, I really liked how um, they kind of incorporated her into Randy's bloodline at the same time as really giving her a leg to stand on with the legacy characters as well. So I thought her comedy worked. I thought her ac- action scenes, they did kind of describe this as a punk action movie as well. And I think um, it really comes across in this really well. Obviously, some people don't like that aesthetic and vibe for Scream, but I personally am a big fan of it. And, and, and you, so it seemed like you liked this movie a lot more than I did. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It, it was everything I could have expected it to be, except for one thing I do agree with you on, and that's the fake out. That's why it's only a nine and a half out of ten for me. 
Only a nine and a half. That's <laughs> such a high, <laughs> such a high review that I'm just like, that took me a gas right there. That I'm like, oh my god, because I love Scream Five, and I gotta say, I watched Scream Five last night. I watched Scream Five, and then just because I kept wanted to keep the vibe going, I watched Scream Two. And those mm. two movies were really interesting watches because Scream mm. Five is from the same team, it, like the exact same team. And I, I think that movie. I said it in my monologue. It's such a great homage to the first movie. Also, it's elevated by being something different, but. Uh, this movie, it felt like it, it. they started off with the idea of let's do Scream 2 again, but how would we make it different, okay? How would we make it different? And it seemed like they combined Scream 2 with Scream, with Scream 3 a little bit, you know, the location, the vacation, yeah. you know, aspect of Scream 3, except put it in a different city, combine that with the college aspect of Scream 2 throw this sheen of being something different. This well, this time is, this isn't your average ghost face killer, but then in the end, it really kind of that's is. that is the point like i think you're pointing to so what, the whole thing hinges on which is amazing in a screen movie hinges on the um mindy monologue on the what which is what a lot of screen movies do like it you ends up coloring it later it it leads you down the path which is the trailers did all this did of the fact that this is going to be a franchise movie screams eventually turning the page and they're they're giving in to the fact that they are a finally a franchise and uh and that's what this film is grappling with and you think that that's what the film's about but this ends up being a very anti-franchise film which i loved i loved that strong choice of being like because scream zigs when other things zag and for it to be this late in the game and it to be like yes we're doing the franchise and then, but also within that conversation, talking about the grappling of, you know, if I like the fact that Mindy's wrong in the sense of like, it's not Scream 2 again, it's, it's we're doing a franchise film. And then the, the rug pull to be, no, it's not, it's Scream 2 again. And I love that. Um, and what made Scream 2 so great was that it, it was also a rug pull. We're not doing a franchise the very first time. It's all about revenge. And that this movie is also about, it's a very personal thing. And that's what sets Scream apart from other franchises is the personal stakes that they give to these characters and not going the route of there's a grand mastermind person behind it every time. There's not a, a jigsaw or something that's always doing these things. It's a different person with some sort of personal vendetta. And I love the fact that they went, they went that route um, and they did that. You saying that of all people, Cade, especially whenever I'm not even the one. You're they're the reason I'm so mad. And the reason that it, and, 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 we're gonna get into this, and that the fact that you're just like, yeah, it's cool. They they didn't do what I wanted to do, even though that would have been way better. And and it, so Lucas, for context, as we're into spoilers now, Cade, uh, the reason Cade ruined this for me is because he said, uh, "Would you like to actually say it, Cade?" Sure. I mean, last time, uh, last time I was on the show, <laughs> on the Film Fan Club show, previously on, um, the I w it was our uh, end of the year uh, wrap up of movies that we loved. Scream Five was in my top five of rightfully last so. year, mm. rightfully so. I, I mean, I love Scream. I mean, like whatever you know, <laughs> increments That's these wild. ones are better to me. I they're very small uh, fractions, and they move constantly. Except Scream Two is always my favorite, um, but. Uh, the uh, I said that there, you know, there was a theory around on the internet, and that and I initially was not on board with it. But the more and more I saw it on rewatch of Scream Five, 
there is a lot of references to Stu Mocker that the the uh, the uh, the aura about him, the fact that it took place in the house, the fact that there's this online cult, it 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 does seem to harken back to the original idea for Scream Three, which was the cult of Stu Mocker, and fans have repeatedly said that that was going to come back in some sort of way and that um that is possibility because the door has been left open and um and so i said well i could kind of see it there were hints in the marketing there were um there were the multiple ghost face costumes multiple ghost face costumes the fact that this is there's they're turning they're like this is going to be a franchise it's there, there's like there seemingly is a cult um and then you even went to the opener you sort of think that um and so there's there and and so yeah i agree within the theater it's like it they're doing it i think that they're doing it but it was i think smart of them they knew where the the fans were and they knew where the um audience was and like it works on that sort of layer too um i i at first i was like um you know it it was a little bit like oh but you know like uh you know is it the sort of last jedi (laughs) thing of it all and i do think that's part of it Uh, they've screen movies have always been a weird commentary on star wars like every scream movie talks about star wars um and how it, it, it and so that it, it's one of the the cultural touchstones that are repeatedly not just horror but weirdly enough star wars um that uh i do think that that's uh in, intentional um but uh at the same time i I, I did end up really liking it um, a just, lot. Just, just to not so we're not bearing the lead, so Lucas understands. He, Cade, Cade had me convinced that the <laughs> ultimate villain of this film was going to be Stu Mocker pulling the straight the strings uh... in some in some in some way from an, an insane asylum or what have you, because he is not confirmed to be dead in the film. Yeah, and they do at the begin, it will it, they will at the beginning <laughs> of this film they say. Uh, well, just Lucas, would that have been better? Would that have been better if it was if it, instead of being these randos that happened to be sad that their their kid was dead, if instead it was Stu Marker? No, I don't think it would. I don't think it would make much sense for that to happen. Honestly, I do believe that he's not dead, but I don't think he's going to come back as a killer. I think maybe he's going to come back in some silly little cameo. I don't think they're going to do like that. A Hannibal because Lecter they're... kind of thing would be cool. I could have brought him in like Snoke and killed him off by the new Ghostface. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I feel that. like <laughs> I feel like they're trying to distance themselves from the original trilogy in a lot of ways. So mm. and forth. So I feel like they'd be very hesitant to bring Stu in too much. But I do think it's a very fun fan theory, and I, I like the callback with ZB. <laughs> but what I thought, yeah, and so what I thought was it, it, so at the beginning of the film, and now just now as we're kind of working our way through the film, mm-hmm. I loved the opening of, 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 of showing us the killer at the, at, and I was on board for that. I was like, that's okay. Yes. A scream movie where we know who the killer is the whole time. But I, cause I heard Cade's theory. I was like, oh, this isn't the last reveal. We got mm-hmm. another reveal coming at the end that they're working for Stu Mocker. So I was like, okay, I'm fine with 75% of the film. We know who's behind the mask running around. Well, they're saying we got to finish Richie's plan. Like there, there, there is uh, ideas of that. The fact that there is this online cult yeah. that is around this Reddit community or whatever, like that, that is a carryover from the last movie. And, and mm. that is, and it's still by the end of the movie, still something that exists. Um, so, yes. but that, but yes, I, uh, I, I, uh, that's how I thought they were doing the cold aspect. Lucas, Lucas, what did you think of this open and the idea of be- knowing who the killer is? 
I liked it at first. I was kind of glad it wasn't him as the main killer the entire film. To be honest, I wasn't a fan of his character. Mm. But I thought he got a really great kill. And I did. it did kind of shock me at first. I kind of had a feeling there's no way they're going to do that, like, yeah. straight away. But, um, yeah, it did take me aback at first. And then I did, I did not guess... Um, I forget her name, the sister as the killer. I did not guess her. I thought she genuinely... Well, because the movie pulls a Ryan Johnson. <laughs> the movie do- literally does a glass onion. And no, literally, not, not, not Last Jedi, but it does, a, it does a glass onion where it rewrites the movie, like the last half of the movie. Oh, what a bad filmmaker. So I liked the... I, so, I, I, I did, go ahead. I would love to talk the opening too. I don't know if he was going to move up. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, sure, yeah, yeah. I love the opening scene. I, I it's quite possibly my favorite opening scene of of the Scream franchise. I really really like it. Um, number two, I gotta say, number two has a really good opening scene too, though. I love, like I said, two's my favorite. I, I, the number two's not not um, my favorite opening. I would say that four maybe is my other one that I really like. I like the I like one. I like the meta ness. I love when Scream goes full meta and. Um, and that's that I love that. And that's what I love about Scream. It's one of the one of the other little pieces I love about Scream, which is why it's my favorite. It's comedy, meta, horror. Um, there's there's thought uh, there's themes uh, about you know responsibility of media and everything. There's, there's just a lot. It just it's everything I love in the package. But anyways, I love the. I love the opening because at this point we know the tropes, we know the the uh, the formula of a scream movie, and so for it to open in a very like oh we're doing a, a meta take, she's a college you know a, a, a slasher movie professor, um, and uh, then it's just killed in a very you know just a very plain fashion, and so you're like oh that's kind of you know disappointing yeah. you know um, you know I think back to Scream Five very basic opener with Jenna Ortega. I mean, the, the, the surprise is that she survives it afterwards, right. but the actual opener is nothing of real. It's very it, back to basics, it, which yes. makes sense for that film. And, um, and so you think that, oh, are they just going to play it completely straight there? And they even have the shot of slash to the camera and where you think that's where the title card goes. Mm, yeah. And then you see that later and then you follow him and then you see you're in his uh, POV. You see how he just normally talks to Jenna Ortega and all the like, it, it, it's, it's perfect. And then he becomes the hunted and, and, and I thought that that, um, and then you get the new ghost face and all that. And then uh, uh, it, the, it sets up perfectly. You don't really get it until later. Um, but the the opening line, I mean, before the title card is what you know. Who gives a fuck about movies? <laughs> and I want to say I loved that. I, that's what that was my next point. Was I, I in my theater? Even though I wanted the whole storyline that I and I knew that was my first clue that they're not doing the Stu Mocker thing. Yes, they want to continue. But I still I loved that uh, that dichotomy of the the guy we were watching says well, we got to finish the movie. And this killer's <laughs> like, who gives a fuck about movies? That was good. And it's I love that line. Love the line read from Roger Jackson. I I thought that that is it's one of my favorite. Oh, and and that I think sets up the fact right from the very beginning that even though you it's like you're you're working with this sort of juxtaposition of like you're of course in a franchise but it's a it, the characters within it don't want to be in a franchise these are this is or, horrible things that happen to them constantly and even like by the end of it you realize that the the killers don't even want the franchise it's this whole motion of like this system that's like the hollywood system that has to keep making these and having people keep being uh, uh this tragedy befallen them and the even the, the people who are characters within this don't want it um but they're it's i don't know uh have to carry that boulder <laughs> for, the, for the rest of the time and i 
find that fascinating and i and i i, I love it I, I and i love that it's a very anti franchise franchise movie and of course reference to scream 2 which i have to always say i love <laughs> <laughs> i noticed in this at the beginning they didn't show very much gore when uh uh for <clears throat> go, go, proto ghost face is killing samara weaving it's very kind of mm-hmm. uh restrained for a scream kill because this is a, a franchise that shows you know guts and 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 very grotesque death scenes and whenever they didn't show her like it cut to like the camera was just like where the body was just out of frame when he was getting mm-hmm. set. so that the movie has these kind of visual cues to show you like you were talking about the title where the title card card would be but it isn't it has mm-hmm. all these things that kind of show you this is a something's not right here this 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 title card isn't quite over on my second watch i noticed that with the samara weaving not showing too much blood when she dies but then going full gore whenever her killer dies i thought that was an interesting touch yes i mean and scream's been kind of um like sometimes they'll show like stabbings and then other times that it, it is it is interesting when they don't i mean it, i think earlier ones of course it you know was a budgetary thing or something but i mean it, it is it's very selective um when they do do those shots you know um but yeah we talked about Mindy being very annoying. I think we both land all over the place on that. Or actually, you guys are in agreement against me. What is new? So, But I also didn't like Chad in the film, believe it or not. I thought that him and Janet Ortega's romance was a little contrived. I noticed in the last film, they both were uh, uh, not together. And there was not really a hint of romance between the two because Chad was dating girl with blue hair, purple hair. And in the original script for Scream 5, Janet Ortega was dating Amber, but then they changed it to where they have a case of the not gays in the actual film. I think that would have been a better twist if they had been dating. But uh so 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 both point, of the people that were like the killers ended up being yeah. both of the okay. yes. Yeah. That, that was the I don't know. Maybe they changed it for that, but I think Hollywood is homophobic. So I don't know. Well, <laughs> Mindy was was gay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I can't have and a main she... character. <laughs> oh, it's good. The main was character. Like the best death. <laughs> good point. Good point. But also, and sad. This... Yeah. While we're on the t- on the subject of Amber, this movie suffers not only because Nev Campbell isn't there, but because Mikey Madison is not in the film. She's great. I love Mikey Madison in that first in that fifth Scream movie. Uh, also, it, it, she's a great actress, but in the sense that she's also beautiful. So I would love to have her in another film. When is she going to make movies again? That's my question. Um, my point was, we talked about how I think Mindy is annoying. You guys don't think Mindy is annoying. The Chad romance. Yeah, so yeah, Lucas, I want to throw to you. Do you think that Jenna Ortega's romance with Chad was out of the blue? Annoying. Where do you land on the character of Chad? They give us so much. He was also, I thought he was going to die, but he didn't die. Lucas, what do you think? Yeah, that was one of the, uh, I almost yelled, honestly, when he came out of that uh, thing on the hospital bed and he's still alive. He's like, you are not still alive. I don't care how buff you are. And then um, I I don't think their romance annoyed me, but it was a little bit out of the blue. There was definitely no, at least to my recollection, hints towards that in the original either. But my kind of thought process was they've been through quite a traumatic event together that naturally kind of makes people close so that was really just where i thought it was coming from and it didn't annoy me at all it was just yeah out of the blue (laughs) kate was was chad like i thought he again i watched the fifth film yesterday sixth film today was he was like worse worsely not as well written was he not as well written in this film or was he more annoying or is that just me I, I think he was a thin character in the fifth one too. Um, okay. I, I I think, and then he was kind of 
like died in that one too and then survived. Yeah. It's kind of but I I think it's kind of supposed to be a reference to Dewey. I think that that he's kind of supposed to be the the Dewey, not even just the love interest portion of it, but the fact that he keeps almost dying and then coming back on the gurney, you know, like that's that's yeah. that's a Dewey thing. Um yeah. but of course we don't I don't we we don't love him as much as we love Dewey. I, I mean that's right. I think that's fair to say. But I I, I you know these screen movies always have such a limited time to do the sort of romance thing. Um, and so it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me too much. Um, so much happens off screen in all, in between all of the screen movies. So I'm willing to be like, okay, they, something's happened between these years and you only get a little bit to sort of catch up and understand where these characters are at now. And then you only get the one scene where it before that. So, I mean, I, I don't mind it. I mean, I would say he keeps surviving because he's the main male lead in this movie. <laughs> That's, I think, what is happening because in a in a thing which yeah. I, I think is great that it's all these uh, these great female characters. But I mean, just to add a little bit, <laughs> I, I would, the only reason I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, I, but I did think that either him or Mindy were going to die. Like, I think that that was a, a fair sort of thing to like one of them because they it does seem like one of them's a surplus um yeah. being the fact that they're both you know sort of randy surrogates as well and um but i don't know what did you think lucas of the all the set pieces i mentioned that i love the bodega set piece i love the ladder set piece uh mm-hmm. i i love the uh the ghost face with a shotgun is a terrifying <laughs> concept that i'm surprised they don't play into more it has the ghost face with a with a shotgun brings this movie a little bit closer to like a scary reality, like a, like a, a, a scary, you know, something that would happen in America kind of thing. Uh, so it just, that scene is a little unsettling, but I kind of like it for that reason. This is a horror movie. I want to, I'll ask you in a second, Cade, but Lucas, I want to know what your favorite set piece in the film was. My favorite set piece would probably have to be the sub, I believe you guys call it a subway, didn't you? Yes. Subway scene. That yes. to me was amazing. It was a bit frustrating. Just if you've seen the trailer, they practically ruined the entire scene yeah. in the trailer. But I think they overall, it was a nice little scene. And I loved the uh, little nod of Ghostface standing next to Freddy Krueger at one point on the train. Mm-hmm. That just made me so happy. So that was also one of the reasons it elevated that scene for me. And all of the characters, I mean, like, there's tons. I mean, the, the Babadook, you know, yeah, Pinhead, yeah, yeah. you know, there's, there's, a, there's, I mean, everyone's there. Mm. Yeah, okay, I think, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, I think these past two movies have done a really good job of kind of staying in the lane of being able to parody and kind of make fun of itself or still taking itself seriously in regards to things like that. And I think hopefully it continues with the third because it's been amazing so far. So two things. I thought that the, the subway scene, I like the concept of, of not knowing which ghost face is the real ghost face. I love that kind of trope in movies. It's like all people are like, oh, he could be the bad, you know, that, ah, I don't know which one to shoot kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I did think that Mindy getting stabbed to death nearly on a subway was like in like that. The way they shot it didn't quite have me believing that nobody would notice that she's getting stabbed to death. And then oh, there or was no one another, care in or New no York. One cared. <laughs> I think um, that's more like the thing in New yeah. York is like, ah, oh, someone got stabbed next to me. Oh. I got to get to my, my I gotta my get to my stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah okay you're right once you remind me Cade that it's New York I'm like okay maybe that could happen um uh, I had another uh, point about that but I'm gonna move on to what was your favorite set piece Cade yeah I mean I I, I really really like the ladder scene 
I think that that was the one that it was, it was so personal. I mean, like they're, they're bleeding out. <laughs> like it's, it like, I think that they're, they're in physical pain as this is sort of happening. And like, yeah. and he's on the other side and it like that, that whole um, scene. And then just, just from the apartment over there and how they, they, they get, you know, like wounded pretty horribly. Um, and then they have to cross this ladder in the middle of and it. It was, it was in, and then, you know, the death that happens is heartbreaking and all that is very, uh, which I, I love that about Scream is that if people's deaths are are heartbreaking, like they're human, and like so many other slasher movies, they just kill people or they try to, oh, this person's actually a bad guy, and something they try to make them out so you feel, I guess, good that they died. I don't like. Yeah. I'm like that's not appropriate. Yeah, but, um, but Scream does it in a way of like, and I'm so glad that the new creators understand that is that these the deaths are human people your heart breaks for them um and it's it's a tragedy and i i think that that all of that mixture and screams fascinating because it's able to do that and be comedic and be terrifying and be heartbreaking and still be like a popcorn film um it's it's so many things that just this makes it so great i think it's really interesting that none of us chose the final set piece as our favorite we all i chose the bodega lucas you chose the subway and cage you chose the uh the ladder scene and none of us chose the theater at the end lucas you're gonna say something i i was tempted to say that one that's one of my favorites only for the end part of that sequence Mm -hmm. i had like an out-of-body experience in Mm -hmm. that during that moment as it was swirling around and she was going to tell Mm -hmm. him it felt like it captured Wes Craven perfectly, and mm-hmm. that's all I can hope from any Scream directors ever going forward, because he's my favorite director ever. So, can we, can we talk about that for a second? The uh, yes. the the the, the <laughs> kind of payoff with Sam throughout the the through line of these two movies is that Sam is the daughter of Billy Loomis, mm. and which is a really fun way to bring Ski Ulrich back. <laughs> and he looks horrible in the the da cgi is just horrible wonder why his is the only one with glass around it oh that's right because she has to see a mirror and see yeah. a mirror. Oh, that's, funny. <laughs> that's funny i never realized that yeah. oh i didn't really i thought it was like i i bought into it i was like oh clearly that one would have glass because that's the first one but then also that makes sense too um so and they have to what, shoot them later you know yeah. so it's like so they have to work backwards and like well how does how do yeah. they have how yeah. do we get a reflection if they all have so like well i guess just that one's the only one that needs glass oh yeah because you're right yeah that see production design is a bitch man there's all these hard <laughs> workers that go into the film industry we don't even think about except for kate um, so uh i i what do you what, lucas what do you think of that through line do you think they handled it well the the idea that this is somebody who it, has it in their dna they could go over the edge and the whole dichotomy is like she kind of wants to go ape shit, but she, so the movie kind of at the end, like, like kind of splits the difference a little bit, but they're like, I'm not going to kill you. Okay. Yeah, I am actually going to kill you. So like, so like they have the appearance of her choosing to leave her dad's killing ways behind, but then they kind of abandoned that. And then she kills him anyways. So you said it was really cathartic to see that. What did you, what do you think of how they resolved that storyline? I just really, I personally really liked it. I thought it really came together well for me i like i said it was a good payoff for me um maybe it was because it was a bit more exciting than the actual killer reveal itself yeah and one of my things with movies is the way you end them is extremely important because that's likely how you're going to feel about it going out and that to me and then tying it all up with the end and potentially teasing she's going to go even further off 
off the hinge and who knows we're gonna have Sam versus Ghostface as the next one and that could be really awesome so I just really like it personally it works for me clearly not for everyone but it worked for me I just think it was a little interesting. They did split the difference, I think. I think they couldn't quite commit to one version or another either. I thought it would be kind of interesting to have her kill him and kind of like like maybe Jenna Ortega sees her after she's done it and she's like, oh my God, what did you, and you leave this movie on a little bit of an emotional cliffhanger. Like where is Sam's psychology going to go next? Where's where's that going to go? Kate, what do you think of the way they kind of have handled this ongoing storyline for the Sam character so far? Yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, it's kind of a like a Halloween thing, you know, with like the, was it yeah. the daughter of Michael and then all that? Like it's, it's, it's that, that seems to be a, what they're pulling at. And um, I, I mean, I, I do think it gives her a fascinating thing. It makes her different from a Sydney Prescott. I think that that it, I, I think sure. that that's something that's a, was a problem is like, how are you going to make it different? And, and she is fundamentally, I think a different character now. And I think, do think it's very fascinating. Um, um uh something to give her to grapple with i i i i think it gives her an interesting character thing so i i don't mind it i do think that it's odd that we're sort of repeating the same beat that we just did in the previous movie but i guess we're given more context yeah but that you're right about repeating from the first movie the first movie Mm -hmm. does it so much better too because you just Mm want to see that whiny little bitch richie just gets (laughs) stabbed and she and he he does oh it's Uh. great and this one's a little bit kind of more conflicted, and I think that 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 is pushing her in an interesting way because it's more of a because it's this person. What this movie? I don't know if you know this, Sam. This movie's really about family, and that's what's so powerful about it. Ah, ah, <laughs> and, um, and that's what the 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 themes are. I mean, it, that's what it ends up being about is what you do to uh, protect um, the people that you love, um, and. Uh, and so I don't know. I I found that to, uh, a, an interesting uh, thing, but I mean, you do feel for him, even like the killer, in some sort of way in this. Um, well, in the same way, I guess you feel for Mrs. Loomis and Scream yes. too. Like, oh, she did lose her, her son, but <laughs> that's ex- they- that's the, that's what I'm saying, Lucas. <laughs> I don't really feel bad for the killers in this movie. They're all ri- they're also written so cartoonishly. Like by the time they pull off their mask, <laughs> but that's that you don't Scream. See, but Mrs. They, they Loomis turn- wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you're right. I know. I don't. I, I'm saying I don't feel bad for Mrs. Loomis. But, Mrs. Loomis but, is a little bit different. She comes off as like I think you're given more time with the killers in the uh, mm, in this movie. This movie for sure. Um, and so because that if there's one problem with Scream Two is like those are two fascinating characters with two different um, reasons to be Ghostface, and it's sort of showing where two different routes that this uh, franchise can be. And it and um, but not talking about Scream yeah. Two, but this one. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, this this gives a uh, you're, you're given a lot more time with them. It's like you you get to see this character, even though they are all the screen movies. They turn into comical sort of mustache twirling villains at the end of it in the third act, uh, which I love. Um, I think that that's great. You get some fine actors to then ham it up and be um, psychotic. I think that that's 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 part of the charm. Um, but uh, I yeah. So I, I and I thought that yeah. I think that despite you know you know i think anyone knows if you've lost somebody like i mean you do have a little bit of a break and i mean and that is hopefully you don't go around new york murdering people but (laughs) (laughs) i i think that they're the um that it's believable for anybody in a sort of grief state i do think what's interesting in this movie what it's dealing with and i sure wish i have a you know a thread that i think that they should have pulled on there is the fact that there's this misinformation about 
that like even they are they're sort of how grief and things can make you believe things that may not be true or, or make you think saintly things about people that are gone and we we do that as a society all the time is we sanctify uh, people who are gone and especially our loved ones and um and this is dealing with that in an interesting way because there is an online sort of thing that is pointing to her as being the actual uh, person and the fact that there is this sort of um uh cloud around this as to uh, what actually happened here would have, would happen in our modern age right. we see that with tragedies all the time <laughs> um, i'm surprised I, they didn't have a character with a green set wearing a suit <laughs> with like a black suit you know mm-hmm. with a big burly guy saying i yeah. think it was a hoax I'm yeah surprised they didn't do that yeah it's all crisis actor yeah that's right there on the table guys i know take it even spider-man parodies that guy now yeah but i uh, if i do want to say i do think that it was shocking to me when i heard that that was the plot of the movie that there's this this there's this confusion and that 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 was the the idea was that you know that people don't know i immediately thought it was because gail weathers didn't write a book that oh, that's thought, that's instead the movie says it is because it, 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 yeah like that 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 is immediately where I think that in my head I'm like oh it's because you end the last movie with her saying I'm never writing a book about this let them die in 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 shadows and that would have been a much more interesting way of going about that is that for the first time ever Gail Weathers doesn't write the book and, and that's then now the problem. and that's the problem yeah. and then you have and then I when I said they were going to New York, I'm like, finally, we get to be on Gail Weathers turf. And this is her in her hometown and it, where, where she's at and where her show's at and everything. So why else have it in New York? I mean, Gail's literally there and then Sydney's out. So I really thought we were heavily pivoting to, we're going to finally get a movie that is, you know, co-led by Gail Weathers. You of course focus on the new ones, but like have her do a lot of interesting stuff, her exploring her life without Dewey. What is, you know, the right ethical quandaries of things. You're, ma- you're making me hate this movie. more. Kate. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't hate this movie, but yeah, I, now you're reminding me of ever, how I don't like the Gail storyline in this either. That's my biggest complaint. My biggest She's complaint sidelined in the film. And she could have, you're right. There's this, all this potential to, mm-hmm. to, 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 to do all this with her. And then they do a fake. I thought they gave her a pretty good death scene. Except she didn't fucking die, and so so Lucas, I don't. Do I don't think, think they should ever kill Gail. Well, I think that if they're going to, they should <laughs> I think give her a scene they, like that where she fights off and all they have holds oh, her own and then uh-huh. dies a, her hero's death almost. I, there is a the 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 way. I mean, Scream Four did it great. With there, there's a reason why Gail. I think killers. This one's a little bit fuzzy because of it, they have a different motivation than most. But um, Gail Weathers will survive because she writes the books. And the killers will mm. spare they her. Want the fame. They want the fame, and that they will spell a spare a Gail Weathers because they she's the one who keeps them relevant. Um, and uh, I think that that's a perfect thing. And she's always going to wedge her way into it, like that is a, a perfect storm. And I think that that's why you you know keep Gail Weathers until Cody Cox is eighty years old, and then she'll sacrifice herself. <laughs> uh, Lucas, I want to bring this. Uh, we got to wrap up in the next like five minutes or so, guys, if that's mm-hmm. okay with you. But I want to throw it to you and uh and ask about the legacy characters do you think they handled gail well and also i'll throw in kirby there i thought it was a little random that she's an fbi agent but you got to get her somehow she was a high schooler last time we saw her obviously she's not gonna be in high school anymore but she has Mm -hmm. is conveniently an fbi agent and she's conveniently friends with sam uh lucas how do you feel about the how they handled both kirby and then gail Mm. it's it's quite interesting actually because i rewatched watched screen four a few days ago and 
Kirby in this film just doesn't feel the same. It's she not the feels same like a different character. Yeah. Yeah, it just isn't the same. And they kind of try with that one little scene where she discusses the horror movies with Mindy. Mm-hmm. But even that was kind of very brief and glossed over and just done quite quickly. Right. As for the other legacy characters, Gail's scene was amazing in my opinion. I, I'm glad she didn't die. I think I, I was messaging you saying she better not die. Oh, yeah, you did but, say that. <laughs> but, you know, if they did, then that would have been great for them, the same way they killed Dewey. It takes balls to do that. And then as for Sydney, Sydney, I feel like, in a way, it's not her franchise. It's Ghostfaces. I feel mm. like you can have a scream without Sydney, but you can't have a scream without Ghostface. They tried mm. with the TV series. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. think that her Courtney Cox's excuse, like she says, almost unprompted. <laughs> Sid, Sid, she says, "Sydney's got not going." By the come. way, she did, yeah, she she's gone. Her happy ending. She don't care. Cuts back to Sam and Jenna Ortega. She's like, "Okay." <laughs> Like, I don't know this. And I just look around, like, is there what is there like a, a camera pointing to? What is this? Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh, that was so <laughs> random. I thought that was very funny. Uh, Kate, uh, really quickly, Kate, how do you think Kirby uh, uh, made it into this movie? Did you like it? Yeah, I think that was a surprise. Um, I, 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 I that legitimately was a surprise. I never like. I think they kept it under wraps that she was an fbi agent like oh that uh, she was an fbi yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that was random that was random and so it's like here's our fbi agent and it's like her and, and, and yeah i agree she didn't feel like kirby except for yeah in that scene later when she's talking to jen ortega about how she thought she would you know she's going to fight the people <laughs> right. like um i i do think that there's something to be said i mean about people changing and i mean she was a teenager whenever the last sure. one happened and so i i do think that something like being stabbed and dying for four mm. minutes might change a person, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. And so she went there and went straight lace and everything, but she's still kind of rock star and kind of like interesting. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I like her. I hope she's around um, for more of them. I think that that's a, I actually really interesting. I loved her in scream four. Um, uh, and I am glad that she's back. And if she's just back as like a FBI agent every so often and little mm. things, I think that that's, that's a, and like, the go, the ghost face expert that's kind of a fun little role um yeah. it's great to see Hay- hayden panettiere back especially knowing what she's been through outside mm. of you know in in, re- in real life i'm great to see her get work i'm great to see her get asked to come back it was great to see her back i just would have i wish they would have written a character that felt like the character from scream 4 for her to yeah. play instead I'll... of this new character that also is named kirby i loved that they kept um that they for the first time in any of them, they they really made you think that perhaps one of your legacy characters or something again, probably hinting at a Stu Mocker thing, that there was going to be a a turn of like like because you referenced that in the Gale thing, you of course then have at the end it's like is it Kirby? You yeah. know, like I mean, like that was a two things that was referencing perhaps a character that you know and love turning into Ghostface, whereas like it's never felt like that was ever an option before this movie it did feel more yeah it didn't feel like anybody main character was going to die but it felt <laughs> like uh that it could be ghost face i don't know I, yeah. I clearly did not like the film as much as you guys did i i feel so let down as a scream fan as someone who loved the fifth film but uh but as we wrap up here uh, i want to hear lucas how would you describe this to people would you recommend they go see it in theaters wait till streaming how would you square that circle and where can people find you online um, yeah, I I love this movie overall. I think it's a great sequel to Scream 5. I think it's a great addition to the franchise. I can't wait for the upcoming ones. I would definitely recommend it. And as for where to find me online, you can find me at Let's Chat Movies online on my blog or on my uh, YouTube channel. 
One thing I will say before I throw to Cade, they could still do what we want in Scream 7. They left the door open. They could do it in Scream 7, and then they could close this new trilogy out. Because that does feel like a trilogy capper kind of storyline to do. So they could still do it in Scream 5. So, Cade, where do you land on recommending this movie? Streaming? In theaters? How should people see it if they haven't yet? Or can people find the Double Feature Movie Club? Yes, Double Feature Movie Club. That's my podcast. Uh, but I, I the <laughs> I don't know if they, they left it open, but at this point it's so on its face that I don't know if they could do Stubacher because of just how much it was openly referenced in this one. Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but maybe, who knows? Um, I, I think it's in good hands. I really do like it. I, 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 I'm shocked by how much. I was so nervous with Five about um, someone taking over out uh, other than Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson. I um, last time we had them uh, didn't have Kevin. It was um, not, not it was not a great uh, thing. But I like um, Scream Three. I, I I like Scream. I don't think it's bad. Some people say it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's it's good. But it has the greatest premise of any of the Scream movies. Just not a great execution in my opinion. Um, the uh, uh, but I. Anyways, point is, yes, I would recommend this movie. I, I've seen it twice in theaters. I really, I, I really do like it. I think it it pushes it in an interesting direction while also being restrained of like, no, we're not gonna go off the rails. And I'm like, and I appreciate that. Um, I the only way I want Scream to go off the rails is meta, but that's Scream Ten. Go go full meta in Scream Ten. Um, I love that this is. Um, produced on such a low budget that we can have screams as long as they're successful to the end of time every year. I love that. I love that this is by Paramount, whose only other hits um, Mission Tom Impossible. And Tom, yeah, yeah, like it only Tom Cruise. Um, and so they get to spend a fraction of that, just whatever a day that Top Gun was in yeah. theaters, to just make a Scream movie. And then it, it gets to do, and they get to put it all the rest of it in marketing. Um, I love that there's a ghost face, uh, face voice on TikTok. I love that they're pushing all that. I love that kids are liking TikTok, are liking uh, Scream. I think that we're living in a great time for the franchise. And I can't wait to see scream eight seven ninety five all of them um to the end of time and never kill gail always <laughs> i think that's gail. never kill gail um but yeah i like this movie would recommend it um see it in theaters uh, right away um i think and um yes if you want to hear more of my um things you can follow me at the k thomas on instagram twitter my youtube channel is youtube.com slash k thomas um there I have my live streams of my uh, movie podcast, Double Feature Movie Club, and my uh, comedy podcast, Kate and Friends. Both of those are also wherever you get your podcasts, too. Kate Thomas is the co-host of the Double Feature Movie Club podcast and Kate and Friends, like he just said. Lucas Ledane runs the LCM Network. Guys, thank you so much to both of you for joining me today. If you want to follow me, I'm at Samuel D. Carico. You can find me, uh, find my Twitter handle in the show notes. I'm also there on Instagram. Uh, the Film Fan Club is on TikTok, so you can find me, uh, find the Film Fan Club on TikTok. Uh, also, Why I Hate My Favorite Franchise, A Star Wars Story, is now streaming on my YouTube channel. Please check that out if you haven't yet. I've been Sam Carico, guys. Thanks so much for checking this out, and I'll see you next time.